Hey besties, thank you for tuning in with us. As you know, life is hard, families are weird, work is really tough. And so this week we are going to be talking about doing the best we can with travel directions. Allie, do you wanna kick us off? Sure. All right. So back when we couldn't use our phones for directions and had to plug in one of those like GPSs into your car or print out map quest directions, um, I was driving to Providence and I was on the highway, several lanes, had my little GPS plugged in. And this is right where the road is about to split. And one way goes towards New York. The other way goes towards Boston. I'm trying to go to Providence. I don't know which way I'm supposed to go to get into the city because Boston doesn't seem right, but I definitely don't want to end up in New York. And this is the moment when the GPS starts telling me to make a U-turn, make a U-turn on the highway. What what does that even mean, make a U-turn on the highway? So I just keep driving straight because I don't really have any options. And now I'm on a bridge. The highway becomes this bridge and the GPS is just freaking out. It has no idea what is happening. The little image of like your car driving along with the line behind it now just thinks I'm driving over water. Like it, I don't think it updated to the technology that this bridge was new. And so it thinks I'm like 21st century Jesus driving on water. It just shuts down. This, the car is like spinning in circles. I just keep driving. Imagine and- if it was like drowning, drowning, drowning. Seriously. <laughs> Finally, I make it over the bridge right at the split where you have to figure out which lane you're going to be in. Go towards Boston, go towards New York. Hint, the answer is go towards Boston. And then it just kicks back in and tells me to take that exit as if nothing had ever happened, as if we didn't just have that experience. Right have now. a full-blown panic attack via GPS is essentially yep. what just happened. Yep. And then it just, boop, kicked back. <laughs> We're all good now. Took our meds. So let's take this left here. <laughs> Welcome to Providence. What? Yeah. So be grateful for technology and that our phones update this in live time because printout directions probably would have been better in this situation. No, no. Print out directions have never ended well for me either, to be quite honest with you. Never, Wait. never. MapQuest and like, okay, no shade to MapQuest because I will say it's gotten all of us, many of us through some just life, right? Like to go anywhere. And I was very ride or die MapQuest for a long time. I did not trust Tom Toms when those first came out. I remember hearing stories about people ending up in fucking like rivers and ditches. Like they didn't know, which I... <laughs> still questionable because I feel like if the Tom Tom yeah like if the Tom Tom is telling you to keep driving you see a ditch or water ahead of you I don't know maybe don't like let's use good judgment let's not keep driving let's make a u-turn that a u-turn would have been good in that case not so much on the highway but in this case it would have been good um so <laughs> we in college, well, pre-college in high school, when you do your college tours and you're visiting all these campuses, whatever, did a lot of that the summer of uh, my junior year, well, pre-junior year. So we, my mom and I like banged out so many college tours. I felt like it was great. Like we were just like driving, using MapQuest and our best lives, fine. Um, One of the schools, the last schools that I was touring was Quinnipiac in Connecticut. 
And I was also ride or die Quinnipiac. Like that was like the school I was going to. I was sold on it. Didn't even apply. Didn't even get in at that point. Like I was just like, this is it. Um, so we had a tour set up for that day. And I actually had a family member who worked at Quinnipiac. So he was like, oh, come this day. I'll be there. Like we can do like our own separate tour. And I was going to school for graphic design and they had like a whole like art facility center. He was like, I'll give you a tour of the center, blah, blah, blah. blah. I was like, this is great. Like living life. So we get to Quinnipiac, it's a beautiful day. The campus is flawless. The vibes, like we are loving it. We're feeling at home, we're feeling comfortable. The tour is great. Um, my family member like brought us around for up to other places in, the, in like the campus. I went to the school store, like bought clothes, like did the whole thing, okay? Had lunch, like it was wonderful. So it's now at the end and we're like, all right, like time to go back home, done for the day here. So my family member was like, oh, cool. Like, uh, like the highway where you have to get on is the same way that I'm taking. So he was like, I'll just flash my blinker so that way you guys know like when to hop on the highway. Perfect, easy peasy. Um, also we'll say that my mom, and she'll joke about this too, like she's not good with left and right. She's not good with like Northwest, East, South. Like she just does it. She's not directionally advanced but she was driving. So here we are. Um, so she was like, oh, you're going to show your blinker. Like, perfect. Less work for me. And at that point from Connecticut to Boston, it's like a straight shot. Like there's no, you just follow all the signs that say Boston and you're good. Like there's no confusion. Perfect. So we're in the car, we're driving. Um, he's in front of us, obviously. So we could see his signal. He signals for us to get off the hot, to like get onto the highway. We're like, great, perfect, solid. So we're driving, we're driving. And Quinnipiac's like, a little over two hours from home. So we're just driving, driving straight. And we notice it's getting darker. It's getting later. Cause I think we left around like four or five ish. Um, so it started getting darker. We're driving two hours. We're getting, we're hungry. We're cranky at this point. And so I see a sign that says, welcome to New York. No. Fully make eye contact with the sign fully see it. I read the whole thing word for word. And it didn't register to me that that meant that we're entering the state of New York. I don't know what I thought it meant. I truly don't know. So we're still driving. We're still driving. My mom's like something. She was just like, I just feel like something's not right. Like what's like, I don't understand why we're not home by now. Like we should be in deep into the city of Boston at this point. And I was like, oh, I actually think we're in New York. <laughs> She's like, what? What do you mean we're in New York? And I was like, yeah, didn't you see the sign? Like it said, welcome to New York. <laughs> and I swear to God, she wanted to throw me out the fucking car. This was literally the moment, like I felt like Patrick in that SpongeBob episode when they're like looking for the treasure and it's like him, SpongeBob, Mr. Krabs. And Mr. Krabs is like, all right, like let us know, like where's East, my boy? And he's like, this way. And then they're walking and then Sp Mr. Krabs is like, where's the X? Like we should have been here. And Patrick's like, oh, East? I thought you meant Weast. Like I was Patrick in this moment. 100% was Patrick. That was me. So I knew my I knew my mom was pissed because we're also we're in New York and it's like the boonies of New York at this point because we're not in the city. I don't know where the fuck we were. And so we're driving. It's dark as hell. Super sketchy. I knew my mom was pissed. My grandma calls at this point. She's like, where the fuck are you guys? You should have been home by now. What's going on? So we're driving and she my mom's like, I'm just gonna pull over at this gas station, which was very sketchy. And I'm glad that we did not get murdered because she was like, I need directions. Like, I don't I don't know what we're doing, where we're going. I 
MapQuest who like cell phones did not have was advanced at this point. So it's like, I could just like whip out my phone and be like, oh, let me just type it in and see where we are. Um, so we had to go to this gas station. Thankfully, the guy did not murder either of us and gave my mom helpful directions that she repeated back to me. And I was like, are you sure you want me to be the one in charge of this? Because we ended up in New York. So I'm not sure if this is good. Um, so basically the nice man gave us really good directions. We ended up getting back onto the road to Boston. We did not get home until probably like nine, 10 o'clock at that point. And I don't think my mom talked to me that entire weekend because she was just so pissed that we took a slight road trip to New York unintentionally. So. How long do you think you were in New York before you told your mom that you were in New York? <laughs> Um, I'm going to say we probably drove like a solid hour and a half into New York. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just, yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. I'll fully, like, I should have been better. I should have, once I saw the sign, I should have been like, oh shit. Like, why does that say welcome to New York? I feel like if, if I said that, my mom would have been like, wait, what? And like, would have immediately got off, busted a UE and like went back in the other direction but yeah so that was that's why we don't I don't really like map I'm glad that we're not using MapQuest and to your point I'm also very glad we have other reliable ways of technology to get us to where we need to go <laughs> yikes yikes so you're just not really a good car companion because you pee your seats um yep heard an episode yeah and you also know that you're going the wrong direction and and don't speak up yeah sometimes it registers a little late in my brain um I will say I have delay passenger side actions <laughs> is more so what I would categorize it as I think you know what you're just doing the best you could <laughs> your mom's the hero in that story yeah you know and we laugh about it now right like we're good like We've learned from our mistakes. We're better now. And we'll talk about it every time we see a sign that says New York. If we're like in a car driving together, she's like, remember that time we ended up in New York? And I was like, yeah, sorry see, about that. As long as you can laugh about it now. Right. That's what matters, truly. Well, I have a story um, about trying to figure out how to get somewhere when I didn't have a car. So I spent some time living in London, England, and obviously didn't have a car, didn't drive while I was there, took public transportation. And I had a long weekend um, and I wanted to go away for the weekend, right? Like I'm in this new country, very exciting. Um, so I met up with a friend and we're pretty much going through our travel bucket list, trying to figure out last minute where we can go this weekend. So we're searching, we're both on our laptops, trying to figure out where we can go and everything is so expensive, or at least at the time was too expensive for us as we were literally working to get paid in food. So we can't really afford to take flights anywhere. We ditched that elaborate plan of flying and I'm trying to think, okay, where can we take a train from London, right? There's, you know, these great train passes. Well, apparently the main train option out of the country had a fire. So it was shut down. So that wasn't an option either. I'm like, well, I don't really want to waste this weekend. I don't really get long weekends. And I have on my list to, to go to Brussels, Belgium. Love it. And I do a quick search 
And I find this option that says we can take a bus from London to Brussels. Oh, never been there. This seems exciting. And what was more exciting was the price. After converting it from pounds to US dollars, round trip bus ticket was going to be 22 US dollars per person. What? Yeah, this is a steal. Well, at first I thought it was a scam. Because <laughs> first off, how does one take a bus from London to Belgium? There is a large large body of water between them and no bridge. Oh, Oh. are you guys like hopping into canoes or something? You wait. (laughs) Second, why is it so cheap? So I read some reviews before, you know, I put in my credit card and get my whole identity stolen. I read some reviews and it seemed legit. Like people were really recommending this. I Googled, is this a scam? And I said, you know what? I have a buddy with me. So if things get weird, at least I'm with another person and we book it. We leave Thursday night, come back Sunday. I'm pumped. Love this. Right? Love this, this seems this seems like a steal. So we show up at the bus station Thursday night and there's actually a bus there for this trip. So good sign. Already looking good. Exactly. We board the bus and we're kind of like, all right, let's just see what happens. It looked to be an eight hour experience. Within one hour of being on this bus, the person behind me breaks out some curry to eat and, uh, sits there with their trash for the rest of the seven hours we still have together. Yeah, that's a bold thing to eat on a long bus. Curry? That's aggressive. Yes. Great times. So I put in some headphones, take some Dramamine, and <laughs> fall asleep. Next thing I know, I wake up sweating because it's summer. The okay. air conditioning is off. What? And the bus is now in some mystery dark tunnel thing. But the bus driver isn't on the bus and we aren't driving. Yes. So. Oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> my friend is sleeping and most of the people around me are sleeping. And anyone who's awake does not seem concerned. I'm freaking out. But there really isn't anything I can do. I'm also still drowsy from the Dramamine and no one else looks panicked. So I just kind of breathe and fall back to sleep. Okay. Maybe 15 minutes go by and I wake up again because I'm really not able to sleep with this looming question of where the heck are we? Mm -hmm. And the bus driver like walks down this path along the wall and hops back on the bus, turns the bus on, the AC magically comes back on. And now I'm just like, what is happening? And all of a sudden the side wall of the tunnel opens We were on a train. (gasps) The bus drives out of the train car and we're in France. Wait, what? Yes. The bus drove onto a train car while I was sleeping, took a train under the water, landed in France, bus drives off the train, and now we go through customs. I'm... I don't even know what to say. Keep in mind, this bus now drives on the opposite side of the road. Because in the UK, 
you drive on one side of the road, France, you drive on the other. And the same bus driver just continued on. We drove through France. We ended up in Brussels. It's now six in the morning, Brussels time. We get dropped off on the side of the road. We have arrived. Now I understand why this was so cheap. And I remind myself that I get to redo this to go back home. Also, where did the bus driver go? Did he just like, what, go have lunch? Um, like, And was like, oh, looks like it's about time for me to drive this bus off this train. No Let idea. me hop back in. No idea. Is there like a lounge for the drivers? Yeah. And why weren't any of you invited? Like, I feel like if that's a thing, and I'd rather be sitting in a lounge than sitting on this bus in the dark, sweating. No idea. I don't know how long I was asleep. I don't know how long we were on the train. No one else looked alarmed. Oh, the story continues. So we are in Brussels and I assumed I had a UK phone plan and I assumed that it would magically work in Belgium. Mm. But surprise, it does not. So now we're on the side of the road in another country with no phone, no directions, no map. It's six in the morning and we have to get to our hotel. Yeah. (laughs) So being the smart thinkers we are, we find a different hotel that's not ours nearby. We go into it and I'm like, okay, my friend is going to try to sit in the lobby and steal their free Wi-Fi and get directions to our hotel while I distract the person at the front desk asking for a paper map. So I'm talking to the person at the front desk who tells me that our hotel is so far from where we are that it is actually off the map, but (gasps) the general area. We also don't have many euros either because we just are now in another country with different currency. And um, he does tell us that we can take the Metro to get close within a mile walk of our hotel. And then it's just kind of like wing it from there. So my friend kind of gives me the nod, lets me know that she's got enough Wi-Fi. We leave, we walk with our bags to this, this Metro. It's like prime commute time. We're trying to get Metro tickets. And of course it's like not in English and her credit card is declined. And I have coins that are euros. We get enough for like a one way train ticket for each of us for this Metro. We hop on, we get off at what we think is our stop. And now we're in this new part of Brussels. It's now like 7 a.m. And we just kind of walk in the direction that she had screenshotted from Google Maps from her phone. Um, And eventually we found the hotel. That's impressive. Yeah. And they let us clean up in the bathroom. They held our bags. They gave us better directions. We got to use their Wi-Fi. We found a place to get breakfast, did a nice walking tour of the city. Wow. It was a great day. And all I could think about was how much I didn't want to take that eight-hour bus ride back to London in a few days. But for that moment, once I was like hydrated and had some pastry in me, I was good to go. That is a really wild, (laughs) I've just never, I don't know, like in my head, I'm like, oh, it's just a straight shot. Like I wouldn't even have thought that this whole train, I'm still not over the fact that you were on a train, you were a bus on a train underwater. That's so, that's so like. It solved the question of how do we get from one country to another with a body of water? I also have, I still have questions about like, do, do the train, does the train, 
Like whoever owns the train, are they aware that this happens? Do they get profit from this? Because like, even if the, okay, the ticket's $22, the bus ticket, I feel like that's not a lot of money to also then split with whomever is riding, like conducting the train. I feel like it's like a, a cargo train. So there's buses which have some passengers, but it's probably mainly like trucks that are- Do you think that there's been other buses on there? Like, could you guys have made other bus friends? Yeah, we were like locked in between other trucks. Wow. I'm just blown, I'm honestly blown away. Truly. I took a picture or a video. This is, it's also very impressive how you found your way to your hotel. Cause let me tell you, if it was my mom and I, we, nope, absolutely not. I think when you're in a situation and you really don't have any other options, it's kind of like figure it out or sleep on the sidewalk for the next four mm-hmm. days. You figure out how to figure it out, right? Like we we were just kind of stuck. If we didn't get it together and figure out some plan, we didn't really have any other options. Fair, 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 fair. I think the adrenaline kicks in. Still not over. You were just on a train underwater in another country and your bus driver's driven in three different countries on different sides of the road. And I really just needed to use a bathroom that wasn't on a bus and mm. something. How was the, the ride back then? Like, were you like, oh, I know what to expect now, so I'm okay. Exactly. And once again, I took some Dramamine and, and knocked out, so... Yeah. Honestly, that's not the only wild bus story I have from my time living in other countries. I also lived in Italy for a few months and I never drove while I was there, but I did take the bus all the time. And bus drivers in Italy are wild. Actually, all drivers in Italy are pretty carefree. Motorcycles and cars will drive on sidewalks. They park in places that are clearly not meant for parking. In fact, one time I was on a night bus coming home from a discotheca and the bus, it was kind of like two buses welded together. So Mm -hmm. very long and we're approaching the next bus stop. I'm standing waiting for this long bus ride home. And the bus ends up trying to take the corner and going onto the sidewalk. Well, there's a car parked on the sidewalk because naturally that's a great place to park. And the bus ends up hitting the car, but then continues a little further down to the actual bus stop area. And at this point, the bus just acts like nothing happened. Let's <laughs> people back on the bus and the man who owns the car comes running over screaming at the bus driver in Italian and I know Italian but not enough to fully understand what these words were saying other than there were some bad words thrown in there and no one else on the bus is phased by this like this clearly happens all the time no one else is alarmed I'm freaking out people I'm with are very concerned Finally, the bus driver has just had enough of this man. So he closes the doors on this man and just continues to drive. But remember, it's two buses welded together. So the back part of the bus hits the guy's car for a second time. Oh, my God. Only this time, the bus driver books it, just literally keeps driving, doesn't look back. I see the man on the road screaming and no one else is concerned. This is normal driving. I feel like this is so illegal in so many different languages. (laughs) (laughs) 
Also, why was he parked on the sidewalk? Well, that's what's also kind of crazy to me is why do we think that it's one appropriate to even like when you do they have driving school in Italy? And what is that like? Like, do you have to go through a driving test? And they're like, all right, let me teach you how to park on a sidewalk or here park down this random alleyway here. This is this is legal here. Like how what I just don't understand why this is appropriate. And then, but then you park on the sidewalk, but then you're mad that something hits you, even though you're the one parked on the sidewalk. I mean, I think there are just no rules. And honestly, in that situation, had the car been parked on the side of the road and not on the sidewalk, the whole car probably would have just been taken with the bus. Mm. So parking on the sidewalk was actually probably the better option in this situation. That makes me really concerned. It also makes me really want to go through driving school in Italy. <laughs> I don't ever want to drive in Italy. Well, I don't want to drive. It's funny because when you were t- telling your story, I immediately thought of the Jersey Shore episode when they're in Italy and Snooki and Dina get into that accident. <laughs> driving. Because clearly it's... Um... <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, actually it sounds really, it sounds so dangerous to just... To go anywhere in Italy just sounds like you're either going to get hit by a car, a bus, anything, or if you won't get hit, whatever you're driving in will get hit. Like I just, I, you're not safe either way. This wasn't even the only bus accident I experienced while living there. This was the first, but it, it was not the only. There was another time. I was taking a bus. This time was during the day. So it's a day bus. And once again, well, the corners I think are just so tight that they weren't made for buses, right? These streets were not made when buses were a thing. And so the bus is trying to take the corner and there is a cyclist and the bus hits the cyclist. (gasps) Luckily the bus was going very slow, but the guy falls off of his bike. I am watching this out the window, eyes like bugging out, freaking out, is this human okay? Luckily he was wearing a helmet. So this is a good reminder to always protect your head, wear a helmet, make your kids wear a helmet. Even if you're an adult, wear a helmet. But the bus just kept going, didn't even acknowledge this happened. And later on, you mentioned cars getting stuck in alleyways. Our bus ended up getting stuck in an alleyway. (gasps) cars were just parked in the road and so after sitting there the bus driver called a tow truck and finally they just made us all get off the bus and find another way home like they were just kind of like good good luck getting home our bus is stuck but while I was getting off the bus I saw the cyclist and he was back biking so I think he was okay but yeah these bus drivers I guess they're just trying to do the best they can with tight roads and parked cars but you hit a yeah, he fell off of his bicycle. I shouldn't lie. What is that? Like what? Like I, the only car accident I've been in, I was in it because I didn't want to hit the person. Like there was literally a cyclist next to me. And I was like, I rather ruin my car than potentially kill someone or injure someone and who was on a bike doing his thing. And I was like, whoa, bro, I'm not, I, t- today you are not going to be a victim. Like what? And then I just, this big ass bus just hits you and it's like and then there's no clearly there's no accountability in Italy because it's like 
can you even sue? What I can't get your insurance information because you're probably probably don't have insurance. And I pro- you probably shouldn't even be driving, honestly, at this point. And it's like, who do I call? Do I call the cops? Do they even come and care? Because this happens clearly so often that just no one gives a shit. Like what? what? These are all excellent questions. <laughs> I think the moral of this story is to wear your seatbelts Yes. Um, wear your helmet yes. and be a better driver than these stories. Oh my God. Yeah. This makes me truly, Italy is beautiful. It is? Sure it's a great experience and the food is great. I don't think I'll be going there for a while. <laughs> oh, I'll definitely go back. I just will not ride a bicycle. I won't drive a car and I feel like it's safer to be on the bus in all of these situations. Yeah. So as long as you know, like I wouldn't even want to walk though, because I just think of like, if people are just parking on sidewalks, God only knows I'm just walking down the road and I get hit by a car who decides, Oh, this looks like a good parking spot for me today. Get international health insurance, <laughs> your headphones, keep your, your ears and eyes open and uh, do the best you can. Wow. Yeah, do the best you can to not get hit or in an accident, people. We want you all to be alive. So please just be mindful. Great tips from Allie, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) You need travel advice. Clearly, I am the person to ask about how to get from one place to another for the cheapest possible price. Survival of the fittest, truly. Yeah, clearly we're all just doing the best we can. That's all you can do sometimes, you know? And uh, if you have a story to share, maybe you've also been in a similar situation. Hopefully not. But if you have been, please let us know the story. Let us know your experience. (laughs) Email us at bestwecanpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at bestwecanpodcast and on Twitter at bestwecanpod. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Remember, you're doing the best you can and your best is good enough. Bye, besties. See you next week.